Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that's just right for you. Our special guest today is Joe Petrasic, registered nurse, clinical exercise specialist, and two-time Mr. Connecticut bodybuilding champion who uses this diverse background to help strengthen the heart health of people with various forms of heart disease. Joe is author of the book, Pump It Up, Exercising Your Heart to Health, to not only help those in recovery, but also help prevent others from having a first or a future heart attack. So welcome, Joe. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me on, Stacey. It's a pleasure to be on. It's our pleasure to have you. And I guess my first question to you would be, so I'm sure that a lot of people have, and, and you would know this working with people on a daily basis, misconceptions about what it means to exercise. Talk to us about those and then about the dangers of believing in those misconceptions. Well, with one of the uh, misconceptions with exercise, it's, um, you know, that uh, aerobic exercise is the best type of exercise to be doing, and it stops there. Um, it's unfortunate that another name for aerobic exercise is cardio, you know, because especially with my population that I work with, you know, people with heart disease, they think, oh, okay, I want to exercise my heart, so I'm just going to do cardio, and it ends there. And they're missing a big component of, you know, being physically fit. To be physically fit is more than just aerobic endurance. It also has to do with muscular strength, bone strength, um, and also flexibility. So really to have a complete exercise regime, you really want to pay attention not only to the aerobic, but the resistance training and the flexibility components as well. And that makes sense because your heart is really a muscle, right? I mean, that's, that's a muscle. So you would need to be exercising it through resistance as well. Absolutely. It is a muscle, but it's a little bit different than a skeletal muscle. See, what's unique about the heart muscle is it recovers very quickly. So we could exercise seven days a week. We could do multiple sessions in a day of aerobics, and that heart muscle is always going to be ready to respond for more. With skeletal muscle, we actually need rest and nutrition in order to have those muscles repair and recover from those workouts. So what's nice about it is we don't need to do resistance training seven days a week. However, if we did want to burn enough calories, maybe weight loss is important to us, you know, there is that incentive for doing aerobics seven days a week. And now, speaking of the aerobic exercise, a lot of people that uh, are coming back from having some sort of surgery or had, they had a heart attack or they're trying to build their strength up again go on walking programs. Now, we've already established that cardio isn't just enough. How can people who are doing these walking programs, for instance, I've got a father-in-law who walks uh, four miles a day, uh, but I don't think he does enough of the resistance. What are some of those things that they can do easily to incorporate rate, you know, two, three times a week into their program to get the overall impact? A great question. And, you know, really, it, you know, it starts with that aerobics. It's something that's easy for us to do, moving the major muscle groups for a sustained period of time. So, you know, a walking program is great, but it doesn't really um, tackle the question of how hard should I be working. So one thing that I make sure I put in my book is a, uh, a scale, an intensity scale, and I, you know, it goes from 0 to 10, and I identify what the different numbers mean and how hard you really want to be working and exerting yourself 
um, you know, with uh, walking, for instance, or any form of aerobics, whether it's biking or dancing or what have you. Um, so really, if you give yourself the talk test and you can sustain a conversation with the person next to you, um, but yet you still feel like those muscles are challenged, then that's going to be sufficient for the aerobics. And that, like I said, you can do as little as a few days a week to as much as seven days a week, but really the guidelines are for greater than or equal to 150 minutes total in a week's time. With resistance training, that's something that, like I said, the skeletal muscles recover quick, uh, um, over a longer period of time than the heart muscles, so beyond four days a week would be overkill for the resistance training. So, you know, doing as little as two days a week can give you some benefits for strengthening the muscles and the bones. It's something that can be done easily in your home with minimal equipment, uh, simply, um, you know, some, a variety of dumbbells or resistance bands, um, a big exercise ball, the proper name for it is Swiss ball, but you can find those in a lot of department stores and sporting goods stores. Um, that can kind of uh, replicate a, a weight bench for you. And, um, you know, even some household items, you know, like a laundry detergent bottle, uh, paint cans, you know. I mean, I have um, in the book, you know, examples of those type of exercises with your household appliances as well, just to give you some added resistance. Um, yeah, I mean, I've even heard of people just using bottled water. You know, those, I mean, that gives it 16 ounces. At least you're getting a pound of absolutely. resistance, right, using something like that. Now, and speaking of water, so I wanted to ask you that. We talk about hydration and, hey, we all know we need to drink water. I mean, it's Everybody knows. Well, like they say, eight glasses of water a day. And, of course, you know, what is the adequate hydration? And why is it so important to your heart? Another great question, yeah. You know, water is uh, 72% of our muscles is composed of water, and about 60% of our body is composed of water. And our typical intake is uh, mostly with caffeinated beverages, coffee, tea, soda, or just, um, you know, carbonated beverage like even seltzer water. And we don't tend to drink as much as we need. An adequate amount, um, you know, 64 ounces, you know, people would say, oh, yeah, eight eight-ounce glasses. That would be like a bare minimum, but the larger the individual, and especially if that person's sweating a lot, they need to replenish even more. So one thing that I found helpful as a guide, and I kind of learned this through my experience in bodybuilding, is about a half an ounce of water per pound of body weight um, per day. So me, I've weighed um, two. 130 pounds. So I would need at least 115 ounces of water per day just to make sure I've had enough. And you know, I would typically drink about a gallon a day. And this way I was assured that by the time my head hit the pillow at night, that gallon was empty and I knew I met my requirements. It really does make a huge difference. A well-hydrated muscle is going to perform optimally. Um, you're going to have better workouts. You're going to recover quicker. You're just satisfying your body's needs. And finally, Joe, what are some of the mistakes that people make when they embark on a, uh, you know, either a weight loss journey, again, to try and prevent any heart issues down the road, or, uh, and I'm sure this, you might have a couple of different answers for different uh, sets of people, or people that are, are recovering from a heart issue, a heart attack, or something like that that they may have had. What are some of the mistakes that both of those groups make when they are just starting out to try and build up? Well, a big mistake is, you know, not setting goals for yourself and not writing down your numbers to track your progress. You know, a goal that a lot of people have is weight loss 
Well, if you're not weighing yourself on a daily basis and you're not writing down what you're doing for your exercise or maybe um, calorie counts, you know, with uh, your nutrition, actually taking a food scale to measure out your portions to ensure that you're not overeating, you know, if you don't write these things down, you know, you're just destined for failure. You know, I mean, anytime, you know, I was on a diet getting ready for my bodybuilding contest or just wanting to get stronger, I'd just make sure I wrote, wrote down, okay, what exercises did I do? How many pounds did I lift for how many repetitions? Because it gives you that incentive, something to reach for. If you're weighing yourself daily on the scale and you see that the weight is not budging or you're actually getting heavier and your goal is weight loss, well, that gives you that incentive. Hey, maybe I need to move a little bit more or consume a little bit less food, you know, in order to, you know, be successful in what your goals are. So really writing down has a lot to do with it. You know, I've made sure that in the book I include, um, you know, sample diets showing you how to actually, you know, manage your calorie count and also a weightlifting log, so an exercise log rather, so you can actually see how I went about it in my own training. And, you know, hopefully others can benefit from that as well. All right, Joe. Well, I appreciate you being here, and I want to remind our listeners that whether it's pumping up your muscles with resistance training, pumping up your heart with aerobics, or pumping up your body with heart-healthy nutrition, Pump It Up serves as a how-to guide and sound reference. Pump It Up can be found at Amazon.com, as well as the website, which is pumpitup-thebook.com. Of course, you can learn more about Joe Petrasic as well. So thank you for being here, Joe. Well, thank you very much, Stacey. It was a pleasure. And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings for the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com. Discover the blogger that is just right for you. Until next time.